evening, Dennis. Good morning, Mush. I'm on the water today. I got my big clunky water bottle, which is great for all things that aren't recording podcasts, unfortunately. It does make a bit of noise. Uh, water consumption, we just had a huge discussion about this, B- Big Kevin and I. Um, by the way, I don't think I, did I tell you this? I don't know. We put the band back together. The band's back together? Kev's back? Oh, yeah, Kev's back. Crap. Yeah, Kev's back. That was a, a huge moment for me, actually. I was more emotional about it than I realized. So, um, which actually, wow, I didn't even, I did not plan that, but being emotional about team members coming and going kind of ties a bit into this quote. I don't think I've mentioned comic books on this podcast. No, you've had anime. You've had, because you had, um, you had the high school one. You've had a couple, you've had a couple of like Star Trek and Doctor Who and stuff. Mm. I don't think we've had a comic book. Yeah. Comic books. We had the anime one, but comic books, obviously uh, different comic books and manga, American versus Japanese, very, very different culturally occupy. I think actually similar, but different spaces culturally. And you literally read them in opposite directions. (laughs) Yeah. You know what's funny? When you buy, when you buy manga here. That's in English, obviously. Um, and you go to read it left to right. When you open the first page, Shonen Jump or whoever have had to insert an extra page that is like, stop, you idiot. Flip it over. You're reading it the wrong way around. Go the other way. Yeah, don't spoil the ending for yourself. Yeah. They should, I mean, I think here they just publish it the way you naturally read it, which is really what they should do. Um, but this is an American comic book quote from... At one time, my favorite superhero, perhaps still my favorite superhero. Or at least a version of that hero. I'm a big fan of the Flash. I've always been a big fan of the Flash. Okay, um, which is interesting. I think I inherit it to some degree. So the Flash is generational. Um, yeah, who's your Flash? It's not Barry Allen, right? It's not Barry Allen's my father's Flash. My father loved the Flash, and I do love Barry Allen because when I was a kid, there was a TV show that was the Barry Allen Flash. But I'm really more of the Wally West Flash. This is a Barry Allen quote, though, during the Blackest Night saga, which is a Green Lantern storyline, when all these when death is trying to take over the universe and they're raising the dead and they're fighting and the flash, Barry Allen, um, who probably is the greatest flash, even if he's not my flash per se, no, he's not probably, he definitely is the greatest flash has a line where he says, life doesn't give us purpose. We give life purpose. And I want to abstract a bit away from the overall life part of this. Um, well, maybe I don't as entrepreneurs, as people who work perhaps at a high level or a medium level or hell 40 to 60 hours a week at a business, that business is our life. (laughs) We're just joking about when we take our breaks, live to work, work to live. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say as a manager, as a leader, as someone who takes seriously the people under them um, and what their goals are and what they want to achieve and how I can contribute to them and hopefully have them contribute to me. I like to I like the, this quote because it rings so true with business. The business doesn't give us purpose. We give the business purpose. And I don't mean that from a top down. I mean that every day, every person who shows up, what they come to the office with, to the warehouse with, to the Zoom meeting with, what they're able to contribute, that's what drives everything. And when they don't contribute anything, when they don't, I think, put, and I'm not saying it's a requirement. Look, mm-hmm. you're getting paid 12, 15 bucks an hour. It's not a requirement. I think that too many people expect too much from people at different levels. But when you can get your team to do that, and that's really the art of management, when you can get, or maybe that's the art of leadership, 
when you can get everybody from the top above you all the way down to buy in. And by buy in, I mean really contribute something about themselves to the company. They're giving that company purpose. It's a little bit like that, that Eisenhower company, quote I had a while ago, which was you know, delegation is getting somebody to do something that they want because they want to do it. And big mm-hmm. companies especially struggle with this problem of buy-in, right? And you you kind of alluded to it. If you're um, someone working in like retail is a prime example. If you're folding clothes at an Ann Taylor or you're a barista at a Starbucks, no one I don't I don't think anybody can reasonably expect you to buy into the larger vision of the Starbucks brand Starbucks brand around the world. I think that's patently unreasonable. Um, yeah. But on a micro level, buying into you know. What you guys are trying to do in the store, what you're trying to achieve with your with your coworkers, and having a you know having things humming and having a good relationship with everybody, that le- sort of micro level of buying, I think, is very possible. That's the key to it. I think that that's absolutely it. Uh, you're not buying into Starbucks HQ. You're buying into Starbucks store four six five seven one, right? That's right. that's what you're buying into. You're buying into that band of brothers, if you will. And tech companies try to cheat this a little bit. This is this kind of is the purpose that stock options exist, right? To give you a that this is kind of what they're trying to get at. Also, there's some like tax implications, but um, it's also so that you feel attached to the success and the goals of the company as a larger piece, right? Yeah, I think that's we, we someone who has shares in the company they work in and and did receive them, um, and because I wasn't there at the onset, I was, but not not in this capacity. I think that's cheating. And I think it's bullshit. I said it's cheating. It's, I, I opened with, I think companies yeah, cheat to do yeah. this. It's lazy. That's the lazy way to do it. You're not building anything. You're trying to buy it. It's you're bribery. Paying, it's almost, it's, it's almost right. like bribery, right? It's, are you, did you, are you paying the iron price or not? Exactly. If you will. Right. Yeah. If you're, uh, if you're, and look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to, here to be like, and people shouldn't get stock options. That's not what I'm talking about. What I mean is if your vision is clear enough and well thought out enough and communicated well enough, you don't need to do that. I mean, you can do that and it's a nice bonus and it's a nice, it's a good option for some people, quite literally an option. But um, if your vision is properly constructed, you don't need that. And I, I think what's really important about this quote when we come back to it is being the subject or the object. We talk about this a lot mm-hmm. on this podcast. I think it's a very important perspective. And it's something we have to keep in mind all times. Life doesn't give us purpose. We are not an object. We give life purpose. We are the subject. Okay. So there's this whole component of what is coming to the table. What is coming to you? I'm going to give you stock options. I'm giving you purpose. I'm giving you something. We give life purpose. We give the business. We're using life and business interchangeably. We give life purpose. Okay. I'm bringing something to the table. I'm making. So let me, let me talk to you a bit about my time in restaurants. I answered phones. I did a lot. During that time, I found myself going to the library a lot. I found myself educating myself and reading a lot of mysteries because I had a lot of downtime. Okay, And I was learning a lot about wine and fine food. That business, being a high-end restaurant with incredible food, inc- really incredible. It's not there anymore. It's a shame. And an amazing three-story glass wine cellar. The wine was incomparable. I made friends with all SMAs. I very quickly turned that into an amazing opportunity to learn about high-end food and particularly wine. And that was the purpose of that restaurant. Maybe that was only the purpose of that restaurant for me. Spoiler, it wasn't. That was part of the vision of what they were trying to achieve there. But bringing that to the table, even if I'm buying into what the larger vision is, was very important. 
everyone doing that in the restaurant, buying into that idea was very important for that restaurant to achieve its mission. It also helped me better myself, you know, and that's what I'm talking about. They could have given me shares in the restaurant. Sure. You know, but I also think you can, when we're talking about coming to the table and buying into things, it's weird that I'm using the term buy-in because it can't be bought. If you're doing it just for money, you're already working there for money. You're already, they're already cutting you a paycheck. You're already there. If you're only there for the money and anyone, anyone should be able to relate to this. If you're only there for the money, you're absolutely effed. You're not going to be there for very long or you are. And it's going to be the most miserable experience of life. If you're only there for the money. And when you're only there for the money, you hit a tipping point mm -hmm. where there ain't enough money coming in anymore. You know, until we start adding two or three zeros. Have you right? seen? And even then that gets old. Have you seen the movie A Serious Man? It's a Coen nope. Brothers film. This, um, and we watched it last night. Um, <clears throat> it's a very heady movie, very kind of an arts. It's a Coen Brothers movie. But um, the whole like thesis of that film, as far as I can tell, is that this guy spends the whole point, the whole, you know, 90 minutes of the movie looking for purpose from different people in his life, from his rabbi, from his friends, things like that, from multiple rabbis, actually. And then the kind of point at the end is that he can only find that purpose or that advice within himself. And we've all been in a position, a position where we're seeking truth from a parent or a family member or a friend or a podcast. And you sometimes you can't find it and you have, you have to bring it out of yourself. And the same can be true for meaning sometimes. The reason that you are doing the job, the reason that you're showing up to work and you're contributing to a business or a company or a vision or whatever might not have anything to do with the, the mission statement that's printed in the lobby, Right. Mm -hmm. um, you can have a personal goal and personal aspirations and a personal drive that can be totally disconnected from that. And I think it's important to recognize that that is also valuable. That is you putting purpose on it as well. I, I think you're not going far enough. Okay. You just said, <laughs> sometimes you can't find that outside yourself. You can never find it outside yourself, in my opinion. That is a wholly an organic thing. The purpose in life or your purpose or what you need to achieve or what you feel you were put here for None of that comes externally. There's a, I think I've said this before on this podcast, actually. I think it's, I don't know if it's a Zen Buddhist, but there's a Buddhist saying where if you find the Buddha on the path to enlightenment, slay the Buddha. You mm -hmm. have, and what that means is, you know, you are building your path to enlightenment through Buddhist teachings, which I think is absolutely the point of those teachings, but you must diverge at a certain point. Every path to growth and enlightenment is unique. Okay. The other thing is the mission statement of, a, and, and likewise, and what I'm trying to get across here, the mission statement of a company is important to inform whether or not it matches your mission statement. Right. You know, but they should not be a one-to-one. -one. I really don't think that way. You know, if you can always approach and there can be a match, right? Hey, my, my vision of life, and this isn't mine particularly, but I'm going to make one up. Sure. Um, is to unify the world uh, through gaming. I think it's an amazing, and I, I think a lot of this is true. <clears throat> Unify the world through gaming, a common language and an artificial construct where we have a goal, we communicate towards that goal, but it's an artificial thing. It's a game. We're not playing real life, but there's this great way that we can reduce socioeconomic status. You're just players sitting around the table. Mm -hmm. You don't interact outside of this, but in the artificial world, the artificial construct of this game, we're all equals. We're all working towards a common goal or against a common goal or against each other, however you want to put it. But in that moment, we're interacting as equals. And that's beautiful. And that's my goal in life. And you can find many gaming companies who will have that. 
Companies are a little bit wise to this now. I've been in a couple of interviews, job interviews in my life where they will say, as much as we're interviewing you, you're interviewing us to see if this is a good fit for you. Mm-hmm. And that's that can mean a lot of things. That can mean like their work from home policy. That can mean their social justice contribution, you know, political responsibility policy, or that can mean their mission statement. And I think people, I think companies are realizing that <clears throat> yeah, getting this, and we, we use the term buy a lot, um, from your employees is very, very valuable. And it, it is, like you mentioned, it is something that cannot be bought. It, and we're seeing this, by the way. And the, the other reason I wanted to address this, and this is going to timestamp where we are, right? More than any date would, is Twitter is going yep. through an incredible situation right now. Uh, Elon Musk has taken it over and he's ripped, I would say, fired everybody. Much. We don't need to ripped, <laughs> more, than, more than anything, he's ripped the soul out of the company. Yep. Right. And, he, and he's putting a new one in there. And it's really, really interesting. Um, our own CEO and my best friend, John Sasso, and I've talked a lot about this. We have very different viewpoints on what's happening there. Um, but that's also what called this quote to mind. We give life purpose. The people in the company drive the purpose of that company. They're the important part. And so even when you're doing things in a certain way, or no, I shouldn't say this, even when you have to do certain things, you must do them in a certain way, I think, to pay homage and respect to that notion, which is my the most troubling thing about what I think is happening in Twitter. It's not what he's doing because it may be necessary. I don't know. It does seem like a very bloated company, by the way. 7,500 employees seems like a lot. Sure, but 500 but seems like the not way, a lot. <laughs> but the way, yeah, 50 seems a little low. But the way he's doing it, I find massively troublesome because it pays no heed to the people. It's not... You know, maybe it is at best very disrespectful. Well, it's it's horrendous. It's it lacks all empathy because what you're you you're blaming. Let's say it only need five hundred people there, and there's seventy five hundred. Guess what? It's not those seven thousand people who accepted a job in good faith. It's not their fault. Are there some of them who have quickly realized maybe this is a BS job? I'm going to waste time and waste my sure, but it's not their fault. They got hired. And they're working at the company. They have no reason or expectation to be treated this way. And I think that's what happens when we start to think the business gives us our purpose and not the other way around. As leaders, we start to think, well, the business gives our team purpose. The business gives the employees purpose. That's the point of it. And when we start thinking that way, we lose so much. The people give our business, if we're an owner, an entrepreneur, the people give our business purpose. 